0: welcome to the flock cast i am your host amanda parks i am an ace certified health coach an ACE certified personal trainer a fitness nutrition specialist a behavior change specialist run coach owner of fit flock llc in chestertown maryland and owner of the golden flock thanks for joining Today I wanna talk about the inconvenience of healthy living. I was running the other morning, about 4.30 in the morning, it's dark. That's usually when I'm running, 4.35 a.m. And I had somewhat of an epiphany about how choosing to be healthy and living a healthy lifestyle typically is not convenient. I'm out there running in the dark before I need to do any of my other things for the day. And I choose to get up earlier. I choose to put my exercise and my workouts before I start my day. And that's not necessarily convenient. It would be much more convenient for me to sleep more, to stay up later while everybody else is still up. And the way I live my life in many ways is not convenient. But I choose to live this way. To be healthy, because that's very, very important to me. And it just dawned on me when I'm running down the road in the dark that I believe we've been sold this false narrative about how easy it is, all these easy little tricks about getting healthy. It can be so simple. And the more I think about it, I think that is part of the reason why. So many of us get jammed up and we think there's something wrong with me. Everybody else is doing this so easily and so conveniently and it's not convenient for me and it's not easy for me. So I must be doing something wrong. And I just had this epiphany that like, no, it's not easy. It's not convenient. It's Challenging, it's difficult, there's ebbs and flows, there's good days and bad days. And what we see on social media and in the news is like, wait, you just have to find this secret fast and easy trick and then everything's gonna get better. And then we all go chasing this fast, easy new way that usually just ends in more uh, defeat and failure and frustration. And then we're back to the drawing board. So I'm here to just lay out some facts. And my new philosophy is, or what I kind of always knew, but what I'm now putting into words is being healthy in today's world is not convenient. It is not easy. It takes a lot of discipline and effort and consistency and grit and determination and I think knowing that up front, knowing what you're getting yourself into, is half the battle. If you wrap your brain around, this is not going to be easy, I'm going to have to work for this, I'm going to have to, this is like bathing, I'm going to have to work at it every single day, there's never going to be a finish line, Uh, we don't want to get to the finish line because the finish line means life is over, so every day I got to get up and I got to work towards this, and I'm going to trip and stumble along the way. But I'm going to learn from that and I'm going keep going. So some facts to support my case. I was looking up some stats on Google today. And what I found in 2020, $72 billion was spent in the United States in the weight loss market. So $72 billion spent on trying to lose weight. $140.3 billion were spent in 2020. On dietary supplements alone. Just some quick, maybe if I just get this supplement, then things will happen for me a lot faster, right? I know. I've been there. I've tried many of those things myself. So all that money spent, um, I don't even know what that equals, but that's a lot of billions and billions of dollars. But when I look up, I looked up obesity and I know the BMI is not a perfect uh, rule of measure. However, just going off the stats, they are what they are. In the United States, the uh, adult obesity rate is now 42.4%. That is like mind-blowing to me. And to blow your mind even further, at least it did for me, this has increased by 26% since 2008. So just in the past, like, a little over a decade, this has pretty much skyrocketed. Childhood obesity is now 19.3% for ages 2 to 19, compared to 5.5% in the 80s. So, I mean, that's a little bit longer of a timeline, but still. Childhood obesity almost sitting at 20%. Adult obesity sitting at, uh, creeping up on 43%. So a lot of adults are overweight or obese. However, they're spending billions and billions of dollars to try to lose weight, to try to find ways to take control and get healthy. And it, they're, all that money spent, but the rates are increasing. So something is not working, like just by looking at the numbers. It's not working. It's not working the way it is. We've spent, as of last year, just looking at obesity cost, the healthcare system, as it currently is, $149 billion um, on trying to control health just in the obesity realm. So it's not that people aren't trying to do things to take control of their health, but the things they're using and doing clearly aren't working because all this money is being spent and, and, we're, and we're not getting healthier. We, if we we're spending all that money, the numbers should be improving. And they're not. They're going in the wrong direction. And I believe passionately that part of the reason is we're being told this false narrative that there's this secret solution or this fast fix and you just have to find that special sauce that works with you and you, your body, and then you're going to crack the code, and the weight's just going to melt off, and things are going to be so much easier. You just have to find that one thing. And I want to stand on top of a mountain with a megaphone and shout that there is no secret thing that people are hiding. Or or some dietary supplement that's gonna make all the pounds just melt away. That really, what it comes down to, is consistent movement of your body in a way that you enjoy, and eating mostly real foods mindfully, like when you're full, stop eating. When you're hungry, eat, kind of thing. Um, Your body will give you, give you cues to tell you what to need, you need to do. You don't need some guru on the internet. You actually have most of the information, if not all of the information within you, if you just listen to what your body's telling you. When something's hurting, that's, that's your body telling you, uh, something's not right. Or if you're sick That's your body saying, something's not right. My health is not right. Something is off. Stop, (laughs) stop eating, stop doing. Something in your world is not working for you. Whether, you know, too much stress, not getting enough sleep, uh, too much caffeine consumption. There are so many things that can derail your health. So many things. Uh, Substance abuse, uh, too much alcohol. Like, I mean, I can go on and on and on and on. And... And I and I've been there. I've I am no perfect uh health advocate in a sense that I do everything right myself. I've been in the Easter candy lately and what I find is it makes my stomach kind of feel like twisty, not great. And then I'm like, don't do that. It doesn't make you feel good. Um and then, you know, but it's there, it's convenient, it's just like all around me. And so it's inconvenient To push it aside and to keep walking and be like, I don't want that. You know that doesn't make you feel good, because what we see is the things that tend not to make us feel good are all around us, and we have to really go pursuing those real foods that you have to prepare and sometimes meal prep and all that stuff is not necessarily convenient. And sitting down with a salad, you need a fork and maybe a knife and it's going to take you longer to eat than just grabbing something out of the vending machine. But if you don't make time for your health now, you're going to be forced to make time for your health later. That's a quote I see floating around and I believe it that ignoring your health now it, it typically down the road catches up with you in some kind of bad way. And I just believe that if more of us could embrace the fact that we have to do the work to get healthy. I can't exercise for you. Uh, there's no magic drink or potion or thing that's going to make your body think it's exercise when it hasn't exercised. The body loves movement. We are creatures that are meant to move. So if you're just sitting at the desk for 10 hours and you pop some kind of supplements and maybe it does speed up your metabolism, but you're not moving your body. And I also love the quote that nature always bats last. So we can create all these magic potions and things, but I feel like we're never going to outsmart nature. Like (laughs) it's just, it always bats last. So really... The more simple way in the long run is just to get out and move. And something as simple as just walking, daily walking is possibly, in my opinion, the silver bullet that people are looking for. Just increasing your daily step count can be so beneficial and we can all do it. And it doesn't really matter fast, slow, just getting out there and moving every single day and staying consistent really pays off. Uh, it, so many health benefits. I recently did a blog and I just kind of like picked my top five or six, I forget, on the health benefits of walking because there's, there's like dozens of benefits you get. It's just mental clarity and better cardiovascular health and more positive outlook. You get more creative. You get the blood flowing and Um, but that's just one way there's, there's endless ways. And part of this is like being creative. Like if exercise doesn't have to be getting on the treadmill and plugging along or going to the gym, it can really be any way you're moving your body and you're getting your blood pumping and you can decide, maybe you're chasing your kids around in the yard. That counts. Playing tag. Um, maybe you go for a bike ride. Um. you know, whatever you enjoy, I really feel passionately that if people could just move in a way they enjoy, we would start turning this ship around and heading in the right direction with our health. And I totally believe in us that we can do it. But I think it really starts with going back to my whole uh, reason for doing this podcast today episode is it's not going to be convenient it's going to be challenging. We're going to have some hurdles and things that happen that we don't like a pandemic for example that we don't see coming ahead and we're going to have to really figure things out like okay. Um last year like I was personally my fitness studio was shut down for 3 months. So nobody could come here. I couldn't come here. And I had to figure it out. I was working out in my garage and I was walking around the neighborhood and running around the neighborhood. And there are ways to stay safe even during a pandemic and still get your daily exercise. So using your creative energy and figuring out a way to get your movement and making it consistent. Consistency is so important. You are the result of what you are doing the most. And, and taking ownership, uh, is another huge thing because it will be so easy to say, well, the pandemic has caused my health to go, you know, the wrong direction. And in a lot of ways, you know, that, that can be true. I understand my, my health kind of went in the wrong direction during the p- pandemic. However, you regroup, take ownership and say, all right, I stumbled a little bit. That was a rough year, but I'm getting back on track now. And this is important to me. So I'm taking ownership of my health. Uh, no excuses. I'm going to, where there's a will, there's a way. I'm going to make this happen. And that's huge. Take ownership. Realize it's going to be difficult. Some days are going to come easier than others. And sticking with it. Eating real food mindfully as many real foods like if it does it grow in the ground, can you pick it off a tree kind of thing. Not like you know, it's got all these ingredients that you have no idea. You'd have to be a science expert to dissect what that means. That stuff, you know, everything in moderation, but the more real foods tend to be nutrient dense, give our body the nutrients we need. The more colors, the better you can fit in your diet. And mindful, if you're not sure, well, I don't know what to eat. Try something, eat it slowly, taste it, really think about it, and then see how it settles. Your body will tell you what it likes and what it doesn't like. And not like, oh, this, like the Easter candy for me. Oh, this is really tasty right now. Like 10 minutes later, my stomach hurts when I eat that kind of stuff because I, one, I don't eat it that often, but two, it, it just doesn't settle well with me. And my body tells me, like, hey, this, I know you really like that eating that in like two seconds, but now we have to deal with it. You, now that it's in you, we gotta figure out how to digest this. What do we need this for? And is there any kind of nutrient in this? Probably not. Okay, great. Uh, we're, we're gonna work with this. So, Eating something, really being aware of how it affects your body. Does it give you energy? Does it make you feel sluggish? Do you get some kind of, you know, acid reflux or does it keep you up at night? Your body will tell you how it feels about certain foods and then using that. And then, I mean, you can even journal it. Like I ate this and I felt like this afterwards. Um, And the next day I felt like this. The more information you can gather, the more you can start to build something that's going to work for you down the road. A lot of my food that I eat is pretty mundane now because I've learned what really works well for me and I stick with those foods and I've made it very easy now. I know what to fix in the morning. I bring it in, pack my lunch and my snacks and different things and then I'm ready. I have what I need. And I don't have to go looking around like, oh, well, I'll try this. And I don't know how that's going to affect me for teaching class later. No, I know what I can have that's going to usually be fine and give me some energy to do what I need to do. And this came through years and years and years of experimenting and just trying things. And I still try new things and see how they work. And if they don't work, I, you know, get rid of them. And if they do work, I might add them in my mix. So it really comes down to experimenting with yourself, knowing it's going to take time, effort, energy. It will not be convenient. I am so sorry that there's so much out there saying that you can drop weight and get healthy super fast and easy. And uh, this guy's just going to tell you and people have been hiding these secrets from you. And. Just click now and give such and such, you know, all your money and they'll sell you the ways of the world. Now, if they're trying to sell you something, you should probably have your antennas up. Um, Because every every business is trying to stay in business, or at least I would believe they are. I, I own a business. I want to sell services that keep me in business. Uh, I try to do it authentically and honestly because I want to be able to sleep at night. And, you know, I don't know about other people what they do and, you know, I don't have to worry about other people. But there's a lot of things out there and they might just be trying to get rich quick or whatever or make a lot of money. I don't know. But I don't believe in the quick route to health that it just takes consistency, time, energy, effort and believing in yourself, and knowing that you can do it. And that is why I'm doing this today. I want to get this info out to you so you can take ownership and say, I have the tools I need within me to become healthy. I just have to change my mindset about this. I'm going to exercise in a way I enjoy. I'm going to do it consistently. I'm going to eat mostly real foods mindfully. And if I have a bad day, no big deal. I'm just going to get right back at it and keep going because my health is worth it to me and, and the people I love. And hopefully, you know, hopefully we can move all this in the right direction and we can all get healthier. And that's what I'm hoping to do here. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode on the Flockcast. I greatly appreciate you being here. Check back on the previous episodes if you've missed any and stay tuned for more. Until next time, keep flocking.